When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for some high adventure coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network? The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 169, The Forbidden Alliance. Who am I? I'm Bella, darling. Darling? Well, would you prefer Sweetie? No. No Sweetie, no Darling. The name's Gabby. Well, okay, if that's what you prefer, Sweetie. Okay, time out, ladies. Gabby, are you sure you're okay? Oh, I'm absolutely fabulous. Thanks for asking, Cap. Well, now that we've settled that matter, Bella, why are you back? So that we could work together. Work together? Are you joking? Why would we even consider the possibility of working with you? You were Wi-Fi's right hand. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't this right hand aid in stealing my ship and go on to lure Zokar into it? I only lured him to get him off that lunar asylum. My chances of freeing him are better with the doctor. Now, speaking of which, Gabby, did you get a good look at the doctor? Like I told everyone else, I didn't get a good look at anything to verify if it was him or not. Everyone was wearing PPE. Wearing what? Personal protective equipment. You know, masks, eye shields, all the things you'd wear in a biohazard lab. I heard him over the radio. The only remarkable thing I can remember is that he was soft-spoken. That's how he talks. Very disarming. Yeah. Kind of like you? At ease, Gabby. Let's get to the bottom of this. Bella Jaffra asked you why you're here. What is it you want exactly? You three want the doctor, you want the ship, and I want Zokar. We can all work together and get what we want. Oh, yeah? What is it exactly I want, then? Why, me, of course, Nate. (laughs) That's a good one, Bella. Thanks for the best laugh I've had since leaving Baltimore. Just for curiosity's sake, how do you propose to help us? Jaffra, you can't be serious. Let's just hear what she has to say. <laughs> well, this ought to be good. Captain Joe Mack, if you want your ship back, I can tell you where it is. Jaffra, I can get into the lab and get to the doctor, and yes, Gabby, that was Dr. D who put you under. I can also guarantee that you weren't exposed to any biological agent. He just wanted you out of the way. Uh, Wait a minute. If he wanted her out of the way, why did he just drug her and then let her go? My guess is he just wanted to get rid of me. Not get rid of me. I can see that. From my experience in biohazard research, if someone dies, everything gets shut down. The shipping clerk knew she was there. There would have been no way to hide her death, especially with Jaffra breathing down their necks. Captain Tam's right. He just needed to get her out of there. He kept the radio. Nurse Ladner said they were afraid it was contaminated. Yeah, how convenient. 
listen, if she can get me shipped back, I'm inclined to let her help us. Joe Mac, I know you want your ship as soon as possible, but trust me, I wouldn't trust her as far as I could throw her. Throw me? Why, Nate? I knew you wanted to get your arms around me, but... But nothing. You know what I mean. Nate is right, Bella. We can't really trust you. Look, I know things have been a little rocky in the past. Rocky? Really, Bella? But this is now. We all need something different, and I can get it. Well, there's a little confusion on what we need. Your needs are ours, too. She's right. You need Wi-Fi. But so do we. There's still a bounty on his head. And if we don't hurry, that's all that will be left of him. The doctor only wants the hardware in his head. I don't think he'll survive the operation. I tell you what, Bella. Come back in a few standard hours and we'll tell you what our decision is. I will. Your decision is simple. Let me help you and all of this will be resolved before dark. Good day. You can't be serious. I'm telling you, she can't be trusted. I agree, but I think she can be used. I can't believe it's day one and we're in pursuit already. We're not really in pursuit, we're just following Louie. Why don't you check in with Lieutenant Jocko? Lieutenant Jocko, we're still on 9495, but we don't see our suspect. He's still eastbound on the Long Island Expressway. I'll let you know what he turns. Just to be sure, that's the same as 495? Same beast. You're fine. Roger that. I didn't realize Queens was such a big place. The largest borough in the city and the second largest county in the state. There's about two and a half million people here. I've seen a lot of different looking people too. Other than a couple of counties in Alaska, it's the most diverse county in the U.S. This is where we could use Bard's built-in translator. There are at least 139 different languages spoken here, making it the most linguistically diverse place in the world. Suspect just took it to 22B, coming up on your right side in less than a half mile. Copy, 22 Bravo. Hey, should I have said Baker instead of Bravo? You can stick with the military phonetic alphabet. I'm sure he can follow. I'm surprised how many parks there are here. If I'm not mistaken, we're close to Corona Park. Sounds like a home for a beer festival to me. Try the 1964 World's Fair. Really? That's pretty cool. Oh, okay, there's 22B. Stay north on the Grand Central Parkway. Copy that. I have a pretty good idea where he's going. Where's that? From what I know, Hank in Houston has been scouting out the University of Houston's power plant. Yeah, Kate told me that's where a big stip transfer station is, but wait, is there one in this area? Yes, and I think we're headed right for it. He's taking the Meridian Road exit. Looks like he's headed for Corona Park. We're on it, thanks. Keep me in the loop. I want to know every move he makes. 10-4. So, let me guess. Somewhere in this park is a stip? Not just any stip, but a major transport hub. Like Martin State? Exactly. Okay, right lane, this is our exit. I can see his car doubling back to the south. GPS says United Nations Avenue. He's headed right for Stip Central.
gentlemen, sounds like you've had a very productive undercover op. Surprisingly, yes. Surprisingly? Really, Simon? I told you I'm rather good at lying and deceiving. Well, I'll certainly give that to you. As I understand it, you're going to meet him for supper? Which brings me to a special request. Here we go. And what's that? I'd like to use an undercover card to meet him at the restaurant. He shoots. We might be able to arrange that. He scores. Are you serious, Detective? You trust Sam that much? You'll be following him, right? Of course. But please, don't tell me that you hold me responsible for anything that might happen to the car. No, I'm just saying you'll have eyes on him, so I don't have to worry about him heading west to San Antonio. I've heard they have the best steaks in Texas. Actually, Fort Worth is better. Detective Garrett, please. No need to give him any ideas. Ah, don't worry, Tony. We can go there after the mission. That's not such a bad idea. This Fort Worth sounds interesting. Honestly, right now what I need is to be back home, enjoying salmon en croute with steamed vegetables at my favourite restaurant, Conigan's. Now that I could agree with 100%. Alone, Jameson, alone. You three work out your meal plans. I'll arrange a vehicle for you. Thank you, Detective Garrett. I hope you appreciate the trust that's coming your way. Trust me, I do. It wasn't that long ago that you were captured in St. Louis, trying to destroy their emergency call system. Ah, yes, the good old days. I'm joking, I'm joking. You better be. Now, we have a couple of hours before supper. Let's go over some things. How'd you do it? Do what? How'd you go to lunch and eat enough for seven people, then a few hours later do the same for supper? Well, I think you just answered your own question there, Jameson. I did? Yeah, we only eat twice a day. Yeah, but it's pretty much an all-day event. Are you comfortable with the wire you're using? It's pretty inconspicuous. How's the quality? Not bad. Unless, of course, you're eating. I promise you we won't be discussing much while we're eating. Our people consider it impolite. I'll try to move the conversation along before the food arrives, and then again while we're driving. Have you decided yet whether or not you're driving? I'm going to leave that open. I don't want him to feel like I'm pushing anything. Wise decision, Sam. (laughs) I can't believe I've just said that. It's Bella. Where is he? The doctor is in the lab. No, Lord Sokar. I want to see him. I'm afraid that's not possible. Wait, where are you going? If you won't tell me, I'll find him myself. Doctor, Bella is on her way. Bella, here. Where is he? I want to see him. That's not possible, Bella. He is not conscious. You haven't started the operation yet, have you? I'm sorry, Doctor. I couldn't stop her. That's quite all right, Nurse Ladner. No, we haven't started, but it is imperative that he remain calm and still. I must first ensure his body is superhydrated before the procedure. I want your guarantee that removing the biometric circuits from his brain won't kill him. His own neural network is interfaced with the electronic circuits on the implant. There will be neurological damage when we remove it but it will be to his brain connections that were formed after his implant. 
He should return to the person he was before his surgery. I really didn't know him then. Bella, the biggest adjustment he'll need to make is not being able to control things with his brain. We've removed circuits before, and there is a period of adjustment that has to be made. Some are relieved not to have everything wireless going through their thoughts, and others miss the power. Now the best thing you can do is let him rest. If you come back tomorrow, we can make sure he's awake for you. I really want to see him now, but I can come back tomorrow. Before I go, what was this alert last night I heard about? A delivery was made. The packaging showed it was from the Mercury. The Mercury! I recognized the woman making the delivery from Scully's. She was former IDF. I immediately sedated her. We searched her and discovered she was an IDF bounty hunter. Why did you let her go? Too many people knew she was coming here. So we kept her overnight. We told everyone that she had been contaminated and had to be quarantined. I see. Well, Doctor, thank you for taking the time to explain things to me. I'll be back to see Lord Zokar tomorrow. Very well, Bella. We'll make sure he's awake for you. Go ahead, we've already buzzed you out. Good day. Doctor, why didn't you tell her the truth about Zokar? I've been told by a reliable source that she has gone aboard the Mercury twice since it landed. We can no longer trust her. So that's why you lied about taking out the circuit board when you're actually going to remove his head. Exactly. So, this is the site of the 64 World's Fair. Yep, not a lot of it left. There are a few things, like that huge world globe structure. Well, that looks vaguely familiar. Over here, that's the pavilion. Uh, but what are those tall towers that look like giant toadstools? Those are the pavilion observation towers. Oh, now I know I've seen these before. They look totally familiar now. I imagine they do. Let's just say I hope I don't see a bunch of giant roaches coming out of them. Giant roaches? Oh, giant roaches, of course. And here you are wearing a black suit chasing an alien. Kind of freaky, ain't it? Talk about life imitating art. Wait, please don't tell me that I'm looking at a concealed spaceship. Eh, close. You're looking at Stip Central for the Northeast. Wow, what a first case. There's our guy. Nelson for Jocko. Suspect is at Stip Central. He's still in his car. Copy that. We have the tap on his cell. If he makes a call, we can patch the audio into you. We're doing the same thing for Pierman in Baltimore. I take it the entrance to Central is still the same? That's a Roger Tower trolley. And before you ask, no, there aren't any big alien roaches in there. Yeah, I was just teasing my partner about that. Hey, hold on. He's activated his phone. Are you in position? Yeah, just got here. What took you so long? Hey, I'm back in my old neighborhood. I have friends to see, places to go. Relax, relax. There's plenty of time. How's it going on your end? There's been a new development. I've met someone. You what? Ah, you know that is rule number one. No, and I repeat, no fraternizing with the locals. Relax. You remember hearing about the hero Sam, don't you? Yeah, of course. He's some super national hero. A bulletin came out a few weeks ago. Seems his paperwork had been lost, but now it's found. I met him. But like, like, say, what? You met him? What did you do? Do you go up and introduce yourself? And 
What's he doing in Houston? He was drinking salted milk in a restaurant, and he had the sixth finger. I casually struck up a conversation with him, trying to figure out if he was following me. He said he knew I was honking. How could he tell? The same way I figured out he was. He saw me salt my milk, and I ordered a massive meal as usual. It seems that I was becoming a local celebrity for that. He heard about me and came to offer me some instruction on keeping a low profile. So just so you know, it's much better to eat at several restaurants than one. I could have told you that, Hank. I eat at four or five for each meal. I like a variety of food. And hey, if you want variety, Queens is the place to be. Now, what's happening on your end? I'm at Stipe Central Northeast. I plan to do a short recon to see if our intel is right. As soon as I have something, I'll get back to you. Once you're sure the welcome mat hasn't moved, let me know. I will. And remember, we're partners. So don't get too close to this Sam guy. We Hongans don't interfere with other Hongans at work. Don't worry. I'm in complete control. Did you get all that? Yeah, more code talk. Can you contact Houston for me and make sure Captain Richards and Agent Simon hear that? I just received verification from Pierman that he recorded the call. Good. Could you let him know we'll contact him after our surveillance is complete? Will do. Thanks. Nelson clear. He's getting out of the car. You got that wig ready? He's seen you before at the Bayside Cafe. I take it we're going for a walk? Yeah, we can act like a couple out for a romantic stroll. Act is the operative word, Nelson, and I'm not so sure I'm that good of an actress. Humor me. All right. How do I look? Do I have to really answer that? I'm just kidding. You look fine. Let's go. Kate, glad you can make it. You know Lenora? Not on the best terms. But I believe in giving people a second chance. How nice to know. I feel the same way. Lenora has completed her initial training at Quantico. Well, I guess congratulations are in order. How did you do? Number one in my class, of course. I'm truly impressed. Have you decided what you're going to do with our graduate here? You have Kelly and Nelson tracking Louie in Queens, and we have a whole crew following Hank in Houston. Lenora here is an asset because of her intimate knowledge of rage operations. I think to begin with, we will assign her to assist you at our downtown safe house. Assist me in what exactly? Mr. Perriman, I hope you didn't make me go through rigorous agent training just to sit in an office and be an assistant. It's a start, Lenora. Not everything in this business is undercover ops or chasing bad guys. The majority of our work is interpreting intelligence that's been gathered. And what sort of intelligence are we dealing with? Kate, I fed the phone call between Louie and Hank to your phone. Were you able to listen to it on your way here? Yes. It sounded mostly like Louie was touching base with Hank to let him know that he got there okay. I was here when Mr. Pierman recorded it. What's all this about Sam making contact with Hank? Whose bright idea was that? From what I understand, Sam was supposed to monitor Hank. You know that the Hongans are very protective of their missions. The appearance of another Hongan is a threat to them. The team was well aware of that. Sam noticed that Hank was making a spectacle of himself and was drawing a lot of unwanted attention. Sam had experienced something similar in St. Louis. He and his partner were always dressing like 1940s gangsters. It drew a lot of attention, and that was the thing that finally gave them away. I'm telling you, this goes against Hongan tradition. Making Sam out to be a national hero actually worked. Yes, you forged some documents and made a solid cover story. I suppose it worked. Apparently it did. 
Sam pointed out the mistakes Hank was making by eating so much at one restaurant. So he's taking him out to dinner to open up the world of drive throughs to him. Well, good luck with that. I just don't think it's going to end well. Now the recording. What did you make of it? It seems obvious that Louie's more careful than Hank. The first thing that struck me was Louie saying that he hoped their intel was right. That piqued my interest as well. Mine too. Who's intel? Are there other rage agents there working on this mission? It could be rage agents or locals. That's true. Wei Wang had recruited locals in Stockholm to blow the TV tower there. I'm going to contact Lieutenant Jocko in Queens. Maybe they have some locals under surveillance. If they do, perhaps we can get you undercover there. Now you're talking. I don't want to sound rude, but is that really a good idea? I mean, she's guilty of breaking Lister out of prison. But I gave him up at the Death River camp. Rage has done nothing but make my life miserable, no matter how hard I tried to please them. I think it's worth the risk. Lenora here knows we can easily track her down, and I know she doesn't want to spend the rest of her life in Boldabar prison. You got that right. Now back to the conversation. There's one huge revelation in this recording. I think I know what that is. Play it back, starting at marker 122. Once you're sure the welcome mat hasn't moved, let me know. The welcome mat? For whom? What coded message did Hank send? How will Sam's dinner with Hank go? Will Bella be fooled by the doctor? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Dinner for Two. This is an urgent message from Cypher. I'm undergoing various... Uh, Undergoings for the evil plan. It has come to my attention that these children, these voices, have risen mutiny against us. This, of course, is suboptimal. They must be stopped at all costs. I think I speak for all mankind when I say. The evil plan must continue. <laughs> yes, it must. <laughs> anyway, we have set up a trap for these kid agents, and they will be dealt with soon enough. Don't believe me. Just listen. I'm just gonna cut one of them! No, wait! Why haven't they reported in for the past two days? Two of your agents have been injured in the line of duty. Oh my god, Josh, are you okay? Miss, miss, can you please step back? Say something comforting to Josh. Better you than me? Many believe Wordtastic Podcast to be the greatest podcast of all time. And season two bears no exception. We'll have more action. More laughs. <laughs> what is wrong with you? More drama. Oh man, we 
did it! We did it! Oh, we're alive! For now, kid agents. For now. <laughs>